Welcome to the Sweet Spot, sponsored by Pinch a Penny Pool Patio and Spa. I'm your host, Corey Bradley, and today on this student-athlete interview presented by Greg Wakefield with Edward Jones, I'm joined by former Northview Cougar, former Troy Trojan. He was first-team all-sun belt for the Trojans last year, led the nation in net punting at 45.8 yards. Also, only four of his punts were returned for a total of seven yards. Here with me today, newest member of the Alabama football team, Jack Martin. Jack, welcome to the Sweet Spot, dude. How's it going? Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Glad to have you back on the show. You know, uh, when we started the podcast back in October 2019, Mm -hmm. you were the first student-athlete that I ever had on the show. Okay. And so here we go again. You're the first student-athlete to ever come on the show twice. Okay. So I appreciate you coming back. Let's keep it going. (laughs) So I appreciate you coming back on, man. I appreciate you taking a few minutes to sit down and chat, for real. Yeah, that's right. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, um... I didn't get a chance to ask you this question when you came on the first time, but what's your sweet spot moment? Like, for me, like, when I grew up playing baseball, there was no better feeling than hitting the ball on the sweet spot of the bat, on the barrel portion of the bat. When you're kicking, when you're punting, when you're on the field, what's your sweet spot moment when you do this and you're like, man, it doesn't get any better than this right here? Actually, I can kind of relate it to baseball, like you said. Uh, So kicking, I mean, you're swinging your leg, but, I mean, baseball is like swinging a bat. And so, really, uh, you have that sweet spot on the football and uh, the sweet spot on your foot. You want to hit it uh, really on this certain spot of your foot, the hardest part of your foot. And so, once you connect, you'll feel it. And it's, I mean, it's kind of crazy because I'm a kicker and not too many people can relate, but it's the best feeling in the world because you know it's going to be good. Yeah, yeah. So, that's probably my sweet spot, honestly, whenever I hit a good ball. So, that's really it. So, when you kick, there's a sweet spot. But when you're punting, there has to be – a similar sweet spot as well, right? Correct. What's the differences between those two Correct. elements? So, obviously, field goal kicking and punting is a lot different. So, field goal kicking, you're swinging. I mean, it's a completely different swing path. So, you're swinging across your body. And uh, it's really kind of hard to kind of manage yourself in between the field goal and punting route because, I mean, you really don't see it uh, at the next level in the NFL. Nobody does field goals and punts. So, you kind of want to limit yourself to that uh, one swing pattern. And so, field goals, like I said, uh, you're swinging across, and you almost want to hit lower on the ball so it can get high and get over the line of scrimmage. But uh, punting, you really want to connect middle of the ball and uh, hit it with, uh, I believe it's called metatarsal <laughs> metatarsal bone on your foot, uh, yeah. the top of your foot. So uh, that'll make the ball go. And obviously you want a straight swing path because whenever you're swinging across, that's when the accuracy is off. So you want to keep everything straight when you're punting the ball. Now, the last time I had you on the show, you it just completed your first semester at Troy University, right? right correct. So – what was like the biggest adjustment in college? I mean, not just being a college student athlete, but just being in college in general. I mean, leaving no. home, leaving family, no being out on your own. What was that no biggest doubt. adjustment for you? Uh, really, for me, it was it was kind of tough the first summer I got there. Uh, honestly, if you're playing a college sport, the hardest part, in my opinion, is uh, waking up. The hardest part <laughs> is waking up because you you get very limited rest. You're you're doing something all during the day, and then I mean, you're up six a.m. for workouts. So that's honestly probably the hardest part is just. Trying to get rest and man, it's time management. That school practice and uh, obviously getting rest. I mean, st- athletes need rest. And so uh, the hardest part for me, honestly, a big change is uh, waking up. So it was a big, it was a big change whenever I went to Troy my first semester and I was late to a few workouts. But I, uh, they worked that out of me real quick <laughs> with that punishment. But uh, yeah, that's probably the that's probably the hardest part going from high school to uh, college sports is really just time management. Yeah. Being able to manage that on top of schoolwork. So. So in what ways have you changed your body? I mean, it's one thing to be a high school student athlete and perform at a high mm-hmm. level, but it's a totally different thing to be a college student athlete and perform at a high level. That's right. How have you changed your body mentally, physically? Really taking care of your body. I mean, the main thing, um, 
we're all still kids. I mean, so um, really the main thing is just take care of your body and don't trash your body. Don't put bad things into your body. That's probably the main thing because, I mean, as a student athlete, I mean, you've got to perform at, I mean, peak performance, I mean, uh, or you're not going to play. So it's not like everybody gets a trophy in high school. So you gotta you got to make sure you're putting the right things in your body and keeping uh, keeping your body right and working out, getting stronger because there's always somebody else trying to take your job. So you also yeah. need to – you don't – you don't want to think that whenever you get on your college team that, oh, you made it because you, there's always going to be competition coming in. There's always new kids. There's always new kids. So you want to keep uh, continuing to get better. So you talked about not putting trash in your body. Like mm-hmm. what's your nutrition? Like what's your diet like as a student athlete to try to perform at mm-hmm. your best you can be? I'm not going to say I'm the healthiest guy <laughs> <laughs> by any means. I'm not the healthiest guy by any means. But really uh, probably just, I mean – just eating well. I mean, obviously breakfast at first because we're working out in the morning, and uh, you want to get as much protein. I mean, you're working out all the time, so protein's a big thing. Protein shakes, and uh, really just maintaining weight. You don't want to lose too much weight. So as much as we we're working out and practicing, you really want to continue to put a bunch of food in your body. And um, obviously, uh, just I mean, not bad things. So like going out with friends and stuff. Just kind of keep that to a low or a minimum, or not do it at all. Really, that's the main thing. So just not trashing your body. So I'm joined by Jack Martin, newest member of the Alabama Crimson Tide football team here on this student-athlete interview presented by Greg Wakefield with Edward Jones. Jack, man, take us through the weekly grind of Jack Martin. Like, if we had a camera crew follow you around on a day-to-day basis, that's right. what are the things that you're doing to become the best that you can be on the field? So really, I mean, the the most the most uh, work I do, honestly, is probably the off-season. So during the season, it's kind of it's kind of like – well, I'll first start off during the season. So during the season, we'll have our practice uh, Monday through Thursday, and then Friday is like a walkthrough, so it's kind of like rest before the game. But um, really during the season, you kind of want to make sure you save your legs because, I mean, you've got a long season. It's, I mean, it starts August, and now Alabama, obviously, they go to January. Yeah, so it's yeah. two months longer than Troy. <laughs> it normally is. So knock on wood, uh, we'll get another national championship. But, I mean uh, – so, really, I kind of want to maintain my legs. So, it's kind of like a pitcher. I mean, you don't want to go out there and pitch 100 balls a day. You're going to throw your arm out. You're going to be hurt. So, you kind of want to maintain maintain your body and make sure you can prolong through this whole season. But during the off season, it's um, workout every day. And um, I do this thing called Pilates. Kind of weird, but uh, <laughs> it's good as a kicker. Uh, you want to keep flexibility and uh, keep your body right. So, I do that two or three times a week. And then really kick with my kicking coach, Brian Jackson. And so we'll do that about two or three times a week and just continue to get better and work on drill work, not just go out there and kick 100 balls a day and be done, and, but focus in on what I need to work on and uh, get technical with it. So staying on the topic of Pilates, man, i got to ask you about that. I, I had a yoga class when I was at Auburn. It was mm-hmm. a stress reduction class. We did yoga. I loved it, man. Like, yep. it was amazing. Like, mm-hmm. we, it was an 8 o'clock class. So it was super early, yeah. so you had to get there in time. And remember one guy, like, he would consistently fall asleep you know, oh, yeah. in class because oh, it's so yeah. early and oh, you're yeah. relaxing your mind and, exactly. and meditating. Pilates, though, tell me how long you've been taking Pilates and, uh, you know, what's that's done for you? So I've actually been doing that uh, since probably about ninth grade. Okay. So uh, I work with Jennifer Borland, and um, she does real well. She's known me for a while, and I honestly appreciate her, and she she plays a big role in my success because uh, the main thing, the Pilates is a little bit different than yoga. So I've done yoga before. Yoga is more relaxing, but I think of Pilates as like, it kind of does the same thing as yoga, but it's more upbeat. It's more upbeat, and it's almost a workout. Sometimes I'll be walking walking out of there with my legs shaking. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I like about it. It's it's like a workout and stretching at the same time. Yeah. So that's what I like it, uh, especially as a kicker. You need to be flexible. You don't need to be tight. So, 
So what once you get to Tuscaloosa, how will you continue that trend of doing Pilates? Actually, uh, we're we're trying to find somebody up there. We yeah. haven't gotten all this stuff has happened so quick. It's yeah. been like two weeks. We got to figure everything out. So once I get up there, I think I'm going to kind of look around. But really, the, I do the Pilates thing. We're so busy during the season with school and football practice all day. It's kind of hard to get it get everything in. But dur- especially during the off season when I'm home and um, when I with being at Troy, I mean it's only an hour away from Dothan, so I can come back and work with her. But uh. Really, we need to find somebody up there because it kind of it kind of gets your body gets your body healed up and uh, be able to prolong through that whole season. So we'll definitely have to get on that. Now, talk about your on the field progression from your freshman to sophomore year. I mean, mm-hmm. what's the biggest difference that you saw in your game mm-hmm. from year one to year two? Uh, I was actually talking about this this week with my kicking coach. So really, as a freshman, I wasn't say I wouldn't say I wasn't ready. But I I wasn't I wasn't taking it as serious as I should, and so uh, freshman year I did I did decent I did pretty well and uh, but I wasn't happy I felt like I could do better and I needed to change something and uh, off the field that was probably the biggest thing just my mental game and focusing more on football it's not anything physical or by any means it's just it's all kicking games all mental and really any position off the field you want, I really just want to change my mental game get more focused on football. Because, I mean, my main goal, honestly, is uh, to make it to the next level of the NFL. And so I I know I had to change my mind on that and uh, actually put more time and focus into that, especially the mental game. So really just preparing myself for practice and not not just – Going with the motion, just yeah. actually actually work hard, and then we have we have two hours of practice, and instead of going out there and just really goofing off, because a kicker can't kick the whole time, but use that spare time to do drill work and just get better. Don't waste time. So that was probably the main thing from year one to year two is just maturity. Yeah, okay. That's good. That's good. What's the uh, biggest misconception with punters and with kicking? You know, I'm sure you have other positions doing mm-hmm. their drills and stuff. What's the biggest misconception that – uh you know, people think about punters and kickers in general in practice. So I can probably I can probably vouch for all the kickers and punters in the world, but uh, we want to we want to still be considered a football player. Yeah. yeah, we don't do as much practice or as much as much stuff and all the hitting and uh, like other players on the team. But really, we try and act like we're doing something, and also during practice support the team and uh, not just be on our own doing our own thing. So we want to be a part of the team, and that's the main thing, and have our team behind us because the main thing as a kicker you want you want confidence, and then having the team behind you plays a big role in having confidence on the field. So fifth nationally in punting at 46.1 yards per punt, right? Mm-hmm. Eight of your 25 punts were 50 yards or longer, six inside the 10, and none, none for touchbacks. Mm-hmm. When you hear these numbers, when you hear those stats, what comes to mind? So really, I so this season, this past season, I actually was not recruited as a punter. I've actually hated punting for the longest time. <laughs> so I was a field goal kicker and kickoff guy. And – um. So I started to I started to see uh, my punting get a little bit better when I was in ninth or when I was in actually my eleventh grade year uh, that summer before my senior year I saw a big jump and was like oh maybe this is something I could do and so I started to, I started to like it a little bit but still not as much as field goal kicking and uh, so I didn't start the first four games this season at Troy and then ended up taking over game five and uh, actually did really well with it and uh, after doing that I, I saw a lot of success and. Um, Really, it's something I want to pursue. I'm almost that's probably my strongest skill set now. After working hard with that with my kid coach Brian and just continuing getting better and um, gaining confidence with that because I wasn't confident. That was I think that was the main thing. I could always yeah. do it, yeah. but I didn't have the confidence. And I believe this season, hearing those stats, uh, it gives me the confidence. It's not saying I'm better than better than anybody else, and I can always do better than that. But I believe that that success showed me that I can do it. 
that I can do and give me the confidence for the next year and the years going on. So you received first team all Sun Belt honors this past year with the Trojans. How did you find out about the news? Uh, how was the, the I news was actually, broken to you? I was actually uh, kicking with my kicking coach, Brian, and then after uh, – after the kicking session, I was driving home and I got a notification on my phone and uh, it popped up. I got first team, so I was pretty, I was pretty, uh, pretty happy about that and uh, pretty excited. So I sent it to my family and my kicking coach, and we were all happy. And it just shows. I mean, some of the hard work that I was doing this season and the adversity of not starting the first few games, and but it all finally worked out in the end. So I was really happy for myself and uh, everybody who's worked with me after seeing that. So that was a big accomplishment. Now talk about. Your family's reaction. I know your mom, mm-hmm. Lori, your dad, Neil, your sisters, oh, yeah. Margaret, Miley. Oh, yeah. My parents How excited me. were they, man, when, oh, they, yeah. when you my broke parents, news in? My parents love me, and uh, they support me like, honestly, no other. So uh, they were so happy. Honestly, probably more excited than me because yeah. I, I feel like I can always do better. But yeah. they they uh, they were real happy for me and always uh, always give me the confidence to do do that, and I appreciate that for them. So that was really it. They were, I mean, they were so happy. They were so happy, the whole family. So, yeah, they were definitely happier than me. Many of us spend more time thinking about what's for dinner than thinking about retirement. But if you think your retirement deserves more attention, I can help. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Greg Wakefield. Stop by our office at 5630 West Main Street in Dothan. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Finch Penny Pool, Patio, and Spa is the introduction sponsor for The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. More than just a full-service pool and supply company, they offer backyard entertainment options like big green eggs, clear light infrared saunas, and patio furniture. Locally owned and operated by Jason and Amy Sharp. Pinch a Penny Pool, Patio, and Spa, 1435 Westgate Parkway in Dothan. Our phone, 334-671-POOL. Care Animal Center is a local business partner of The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Their goal has always been to assemble a team that is dedicated to providing quality veterinary services for their clients' pets. Care Animal Center offers surgical, dental, medical, and pet wellness programs for that furry member of the family. Their website is careanimal.net. Care Animal Center, 3454 West Main Street in Dothan, 334-794-6333. Attorney Kaz Espy is a proud supporter of The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Kaz has experience in both federal and state courts regarding a wide range of civil matters. Specializing in bankruptcy, debt resolution, probate, and estate planning, Kaz listens to the concerns of his clients, understanding their individual needs. Attorney Kaz Espy, phone 334-793-6288 or online at espymetcalf.com. No representation is made that the quality of legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. RLC Shirts is a family-owned and operated custom apparel and gift business, providing custom printing and embroidery on t-shirts, polos, hats, boots, baby apparel, scarves, bags, and more. For churches, schools, sports organizations, family reunion t-shirts, or businesses that need personalized workwear or promotional apparel, RLC Shirts can help with no minimum order. Phone 334-899-4339 or online rlcshirts.com. Ridgecrest Baptist Church proudly supports all local athletics. At Ridgecrest, we have many opportunities for all ages, including children, middle school, high school, and college students. I'm Chase Fault, the student pastor, and I want to invite you to see how your family might fit in at Ridgecrest. Learn more on our website at rbcdothan.org. So I'm joined by 
former Northview Cougar, former Troy Trojan, newest member of the Alabama Crimson Tide football team, Jack Martin, here on the sweet spot on this student-athlete interview presented by Greg Wakefield with Edward Jones. So, Jack, we all know Alabama has been the best football program of the last 14 seasons, six national championships. When you think of Saturdays in a packed-out Bryant-Denny Stadium, because I know you've already envisioned yourself on the field and what it's going to be like in front of thousands of fans – what type of emotions do you feel once you have those kind of daydreams and those moments? Actually, that's probably the most exciting part about this Alabama deal for me is uh, my, my dream ever since I started doing this football football thing in uh, high school was play at a huge SEC school. That was that was my main goal. That's my dream. I'm so excited. So I've already thought about myself playing, and um, I really I really don't think I'll get as nervous as people would think. I believe um, – I feel like it's, it's going to help me almost, the adrenaline and all, and I just feel like um, – the atmosphere, I mean, it kind of gets you more in tune in the game. Because at Troy, I'm not dissing Troy, but I love Troy, love Troy. But there's not as many fans. It's almost kind of quiet, and nobody's really engaged. And I feel like being in Alabama um, is definitely going to have fans engaged and kind of almost help the players get more engaged. And, yeah. it, and it means something, and it matters. And it matters matters to people. So I'm really excited about that. I don't think it's going to get me as nervous, but uh, really more exciting. So, Bama, of course, by far the best football program of the last decade and a half. Yep. But why is Alabama the best for you personally? For me personally? Uh, I've talked I've talked with a bunch of people about this. Uh, yeah, I'm very happy to join Alabama, and that's really just a plus. I mean, it's the, it really is the best football team in the country. So, that's, that's definitely a plus. But I believe the reason why I'm going to Alabama is for myself almost. Is, um, it's not because I'm joining because I want to win the national championship. I believe this is the best opportunity for me. And uh, – especially coming in as a punt and kickoff guy, I believe it's a great opportunity for me. And um, also another plus about Alabama, the exposure. The exposure. Yeah. There's scouts at all the games, so I believe the exposure is definitely there. And uh, like Pro Day, at Troy there will be maybe eight, eight, nine, ten coaches from NFL teams at a Pro Day, but Alabama all 32 teams are yeah. there. No. So I believe the exposure is definitely a lot better at Alabama, of course. But um, really I think it's the best opportunity for me and uh, for my skill sets for punting and kicking off while I was coming into play. Um, and then if not play, which uh, which is what I want to do, but if not, then make other guys better. So uh, just I believe coming in is the best opportunity for me. And, you know, you alluded to this in your previous answer, talking about you've talked about, what you know, going to Bama, what's the best for you. Mm-hmm. So you've had several interviews since you've made that announcement, that commitment to Alabama University or the University of Alabama, I should say. I'm sorry. I, I, Broxton, I apologize, man. You know, <laughs> University of Alabama. But uh, but man, for you, what that what has that experience been like for you as far as the exposure and the interviews that you've uh, been involved in recently over the last few weeks? It's definitely it's definitely a lot. It's a lot more important. I wouldn't say more important, but there's a lot more uh, people into the Alabama football than obviously Troy. So I mean, I've kind of realized it hasn't hit me just yet. But after doing some of these interviews, like man, this is a, this is kind of important. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. important. So. I think everybody else is a little bit more excited than me because I, I really – I don't think I'm – I'm excited to go to Alabama, but I don't think I've done anything yet until I actually secure a spot on the field and all. So I'm really not too excited just yet. But I've kind of noticed it's it's a big deal after yeah. getting a bunch of these guys interviewing and also it's kind of – it kind of a wake-up mo- wake moment kind of for me. So I believe it's real important for me and kind of on big stage now, yeah, big yeah. stage, big crowd. So, How many uh, interviews or sound bites or – how many conversations do you feel like you've had over the last week or two with, since you've made your announcement? Probably. I mean, I've probably done five, six yeah. interviews and yeah. seen a bunch of articles and all, so it's been a lot. Yeah. That's been a lot for me. That's awesome. I'm man. excited. 
So what's the plan once you arrive to T-Town? I mean, what's the itinerary? What's their agenda to mm-hmm. help you become acclimated to the Alabama football team? So Sunday we get up there for uh, orientation. So we have orientation meetings, get me set up with the academic advisor, strength and conditioning coaches. And really, I haven't gotten a chance to meet the coaches in person yet. So that'll be a good good moment for me and my family, my family actually, to meet the coaches in person. And uh, really get everything set up, my, um, my housing situation and all. And then um, classes start Tuesday. And then workout starts. So we're I'm there two days to kind of really get myself set up, and then we're jumping right into it. Yeah. So we always know there's plenty of room to improve. You've talked about that mm-hmm. through this entire interview. But which area of your game are you focusing on most going into summer workouts and eventually fall camp? Really just being – you can always get more consistent. So consist, you can always get your consistency better. So um, that's honestly the main thing on the punting and kicking off. Kicking off, I, I, I believe I can – I have a big ball or whatever I can hit. I can hit a big ball, but um, same same as punting, but also uh, kind of narrow that room for air and almost hit that big ball every time. So uh, every now and then you'll hit one short and also kind of limit that. That's probably the main thing you always want to focus on, especially punting. Nobody's going to be a good punter if they're not consistent. Yeah. So that's the main thing, especially uh, I've seen a lot uh, about the fans wishing they had an, a more consistent punter. So that's <laughs> that's the main thing we're going to be working on, trying to get you all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So you talked about the fans. You know, Alabama had another punter named Jack Martin in recent mm-hmm. years as That's well. Right. I'm sure That's you've right. heard about that. But what are the Crimson Tide getting in this Jack Martin, the one who attended Discovery Middle School mm-hmm. and is a Northview Cougar? What are the Crimson Tide getting in this Jack Martin? Um, hopefully, honestly, hopefully one of the best punters uh, to ever come through there. They have J.K. Scott and yeah, all, but yeah. uh, hopefully one of the better better punters to ever come through Alabama. So I'm excited about that and really just help a team win a national championship. That's the main goal. And uh, really just have fun with it. You don't want to be all uptight and just uh, be a good teammate, really. Just be a good teammate and don't just come in and, oh, I'm just a punter. Just be there for the team and help a team win a national championship. So that's the main thing. Now, Jack, before I let you go, man, I touched base with somebody that you have very close ties with, someone that's very important to mm-hmm. you. Uh, they had a few words of encouragement mm-hmm. they wanted to share with you as you prepare for your next opportunity. So take a listen. Okay. Hey, man, just wanted to drop a line to you, let you know how proud I am of you, dude. Well, we've had hundreds of sessions over the past seven years, and I hope for seven more, you know, and beyond. So I uh, just wanted to tell you, man, proud of you. You've worked your tail off since I've met you. And you've always talked about competing on the big stage. Here we are. Here's your chance, man. Uh, the work doesn't stop now. So go get yours. Compete your rear end off. And just remember, compact, straight steps, and do you. Here's the next chapter, TJK. That's my guy, man. That's my guy. He's done so much for me. I love that guy. That's awesome. But, uh, no, he's helped me throughout this whole process. I could. Nobody has somebody like him for me. So, I mean, he's done. I can call him any day of the week, any time he's answering, and he's helping me. He's there for me. So, I don't think anybody else could have somebody like that, especially through the recruiting process and especially as a kicker. There's so many guys out there and very few kicking coaches, but I believe he's there and a very personable guy. And he's done so much for me and my family and helped me get it here. He's the one who kind of kind of helped me out and um, got, got to Troy. He helped me out get to Alabama. He's helped me – I mean, he's helped me to get where I am now. So, I really appreciate him and – I love that guy, man. Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, Coach Brian Jackson for those listeners who wasn't sure uh, who was talking there. But, yeah, I, I touched base, man. Came across with his wife, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. The idea popped to me as she was talking. I ran into her and she was like, did you hear about Jack? 
I was like, yeah, I heard about my guy, Jack. I was like, yeah, he, I'm having him on the show this week. So uh, it hit me right then. I was like, man, it'd be great to have Coach Brian Jackson kind of right. share a few thoughts. You know, I can play that for mm-hmm. Jack and be a good surprise for you here in this show, That's man. Awesome. So, That's uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I, helped me so much. <laughs> I know he's done an amazing job for not only for you, but so many student athletes that's come along the way, no helping doubt. them achieve their dreams and goals, you know. So, uh, Coach Jackson, we appreciate all you do, man. No doubt. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, Coach. <laughs> Jack, as always, man, I appreciate you coming through the sweet spot, man. Oh, yeah, I appreciate you having me. Hopefully yeah. another time. Hey, you know it, man. You know I'm proud of you, man. Um, all the hard work you've put in over the years. If you ever need anything, you know you got my number. Don't hesitate to no call. Doubt. You know no I'm going to come through Tuscaloosa. That's right. Man, come look, see a game, hey, both of y'all now. Hey, I'm going to be in Tuscaloosa for sure. I'll wear an Alabama shirt for you. I'll do it for got you. To. Only got you. To. Got to. Being an Auburn grad. I'll have to get I, you a jersey. I, I, do, do that. I'll do it, man. I never thought I would I would don the, the, the crimson and white, but, man, for Jack Martin, I'll do it for you. I promise you, man. I appreciate it. Definitely. Appreciate it. You've been listening to Northview Cougar graduate and new Alabama commit Jack Martin as he prepares for his first year as a member of the Crimson Tide football team. Pinch a Penny Pool, Patio, and Spa is the introduction sponsor for The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. More than just a full-service pool and supply company, they offer backyard entertainment options like big green eggs, clear light infrared saunas, and patio furniture. Locally owned and operated by Jason and Amy Sharp. Pinch a Penny Pool, Patio, and Spa, 1435 Westgate Parkway in Dothan. Our phone, 334-671-POOL. Attorney Kaz Espy is a proud supporter of The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Kaz has experience in both federal and state courts regarding a wide range of civil matters. Specializing in bankruptcy, debt resolution, probate, and estate planning, Kaz listens to the concerns of his clients, understanding their individual needs. Attorney Kaz Espy, phone 334-793-6288 or online at espymetcalf.com. No representation is made that the quality of legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Care Animal Center is a local business partner of The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Their goal has always been to assemble a team that is dedicated to providing quality veterinary services for their clients' pets. Care Animal Center offers surgical, dental, medical, and pet wellness programs for that furry member of the family. Their website is careanimal.net. Care Animal Center, 3454 West Main Street in Dothan, 334-794-6333. Many of us spend more time thinking about what's for dinner than thinking about retirement. But if you think your retirement deserves more attention, I can help. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Greg Wakefield. Stop by our office at 5630 West Main Street in Dothan. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Welcome back to The Sweet Spot. As we close with today's Triple C segment, Corey's Closing Comments. This is what I want to share with you today. Stay connected to the person or people who have your answers and disconnect from those who are your problems. You know who these people are. Trust your heart, not your mind. So to move into that next level, that next desired destination or goal that you have in life, you have to make sure you disconnect from those who are going to weigh you down, who are not going to motivate you and encourage you to help you fulfill those dreams and goals i don't care if it's family if it's friends you've been together for several years if they're not helping you get to where you need to be then you're going to have to sever ties with them you you have to do what's best for you in your future not based on 
feelings and emotions like this is something that you want to do for yourself because being tied to the correct people will only help you get to where you need to be and as long as you stay connected to those who are going in the opposite direction who think differently who think negatively who operate negatively they're going to hold you back from accomplishing all your goals and dreams that you have planned before you so remember stay connected to the person or people who have your answers and disconnect from those who are your problems you know who these people are trust your heart not your mind like i can't do this this isn't right it's not a it's not about right from an emotional standpoint this is what's right from a spiritual standpoint you know deep down who these people are stay connected to the right ones disconnect from those who are not and as we always say there's nothing better than being in the sweet spot